This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. Winter is back in Minnesota! Okay, I'm getting sick of this. Like, it snowed. It snowed last week, and, like, it didn't stick, but then it, like, snowed a little bit Saturday when I left work, and I'm just, I'm tired of this. Uh, I got to ride a little bit, but, like, because we had 80 degrees the other week, but it was just like, mm, this is getting really, really tiresome. And I will say that. Uh, but no, you know, I, my life is going great. Uh, ask me how much work I got done on my Baker's bike. Absolutely none, because the crank <laughs> I was going to use, uh, I pulled it out of the box, and I noticed it was like a heavy scuff on one of the lobes. And I'm just like, you know what? If this was a bike, I was just going to be running around town and stuff like that, I would have sent it. But I just, if I know there's an issue, I'm just gonna, it's gonna be eating in the back of my head the entire 2000 miles. So we gotta wait. Thank you, um, everybody. Like, it's gonna be here this week. And then I'm just gonna, as everybody knows, I got everything pretty much prepped. I'm using the same bike. But then Chad Burke freaking talked me into going battery pack. So, or get a battery and lights and all that stuff. So I don't think it'll be too difficult. It's the way better, way better setup to do um i'm even gonna try to wire in a battery charger it's just it's it can be overwhelming but if you just slow it down and think about it people it's actually pretty easy to float the ground um but yeah i'm just i'm excited i i've got to prioritize everything uh my guests can see that i've actually painting the prison motif in my basement it's no longer prison green and then, like, I realize how close we are getting to everything. Upjet's going to be in a couple weeks. That's going to be rad as hell going out to that. Baker's a couple weeks after that. And I've just uh, got a thousand and one house projects. But no, dude, life's rad. I'm very excited for what's about to come. You know, we'll see what happens. But we're here on Second Chance Moped Podcast. We're here to talk about mopeds and other people. So I'm going to introduce my guest right now. Hey, I'm Travis King. Uh, let's see was in omaha now i'm in michigan uh yeah no and as far as affiliations i i was more or less part of the dead possums things have been busy since covid uh and me being up here it is what it is we're just uh doing mopeds regardless so hell yeah dude all right (laughs) So, Travis, uh, here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journey. I ate the very first time they ever saw a moped to, you know, the the smile ride, beginning, middle part, and what it's like today. So, Travis, let me ask you this. What is the very first memory you ever have of seeing a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but the first time you can conceptually remember that is a moped. Uh, I, that, I knew this question was coming, and so... If you're talking about knowing what it was a knowing that a moped is a bike with pedals, like vintage style, what mm-hmm. we're talking about, honestly, the same time my first time, the first time I saw one is the same time I got on one, awesome. and uh, I would have been 16, and I was in France and doing a family stay, and the family that I was staying with had a older kid that was 18 and a kid that was a year younger than me. And they're like, hey, we're going to this birthday party. And uh, I had to ride on it backwards because that's how they preferred to ride doubles. I was on the seat. They were standing. That sounds terrible. Okay. <laughs> I can't. My anxiety will not allow me to do doubles. Like, I I just can't do it. You know, either if I'm riding or being. No, can't do it. And do it. No, dude, I've been like, I'm 
getting a cab and figuring something else out. But you say family stayed. Were you a foreign exchange student or how? No, that was just like a high school, like summer trip. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I've lived in France after that a while, quite a while after, but, uh, I get to France one more time after that during this, like my high school teacher did every other year mm -hmm. for like trips. Uh, so I went both the time. So right after my sophomore and right after my senior year. And, but those are like three week trips. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. My, the high school of my sisters went to, they did something like that with, uh, Germany. Like they'd yeah. go to Germany for two weeks and they'd have some blah, blah, blah. Um, but no, dude, that's fucking, that's rad as hell. Do you uh, remember as far as up, Oh, sorry. I didn't. What, what kind of moped was it? I got to ask. Was it a motorbike? Uh, it, it, it was a motorbike. Okay. Like my, so. the owner of my company, I just delivered his motorbike because he grew up in the south of France for like eight years. Yeah. You were telling me a little bit, a little bit about yeah, this. Yeah. I got I it done. In, in I got it done and it's sent off to him and he loves it. So I'm nice. done with the <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh, dude, on. like talk about, I'll probably get into him eventually, but talk about when did you actually get to write it then? Like other than dubsing? uh as far as i like so i can't say i looked for one right then and after it wasn't until after i went the second time that i started like looking for a moped mm -hmm. uh and that was a huge influence of as absurd as it is but it's honest uh when the second year i the second time i went i saw uh amelie which is a pretty popular french movie of that era mm -hmm. uh and you have one of the main characters in it that rides an AV-88 in it. Okay. And so between that first experience of riding one, then seeing that and it just having this effect, uh, that's kind of when I started looking, but then it wouldn't be probably an, uh, somewhere in there. My dad does auto body and the guy he did work for like a car lot for years. Mm -hmm. He ended up having a red, uh, uh, man, I'm brain farting, 50V, a really cherry, super clean, and he would not sell it to me. This this man has always like loved and hated my father for some reason and just <laughs> refused to do anything yeah. when it came to us. And he brought it there, would never sell it to me. It literally sat in that my dad's garage collecting overspray from doing auto body Dude, in the same yeah. space for almost, let's see, I'm trying to think like it had to be like 2004 four or five when that showed up at the car lot mm -hmm. and then i didn't end up with it until i was long into mopeds yeah <laughs> but i ended up with it it took years and it was covered <laughs> and uh, covered in overspray we'll we'll get it we'll get into a little bit like french bikes are kind of rare in the midwest i don't feel like that you you find them spot they're not like a hobbit or pook where you're tripping over them all the time yeah uh like motron like at least as far as like Omaha area, it feels mm -hmm. like when I first got into it, it was definitely pooks and V1 bikes. V1 bikes, I was finding really? like a dime a dozen. Really? However, interestingly enough, my first, I pretty much got two bikes at the same time. And that's when I first get the ride one. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I honestly can't remember what that was. It was somewhere, it's over 15 years ago. It's somewhere in the past 20 years. Uh, but the... I got, at the same time, I got a line for one in Kansas City, because it's like three hours away from Omaha, a little mm -hmm. under. I got a line on a 50V, a blue 50V. And then, and this is me not knowing at this point, the differences on what's advantageous. And my girlfriend had found uh, an Indian <laughs> uh, at, uh, on 
eBay and I had a friend like do the whole auction sniping, but that was in Indianapolis, but we were going to Chicago anyway yeah. for something else. So we snagged that for like 50 bucks and then I got the motivocaine for like 300 bucks. But Travis, the, I want to and... pause here. I think you have traveled the farthest ever to go get an Indian in the history of mopeds. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that might be, again, I didn't know better. No, dude. So... Like, that's, tell, like, and I think Indians get a bad rap. Like I really do. Like they're not as terrible as like an AMF, like the friction drive roadmap. Like, yeah, I don't hate the Indians. I've never worked on them, but like I'm getting into dumb bikes this year. I, I had it, I had it running. It didn't run when I got it. I also got a, from the same guy while I was there in Indianapolis. He's like, you need anything else? And I was like, well, I actually need a motor for a CB350. You got one sitting around? He's like, actually, I do. And it's totally <laughs> rebuilt for 100 bucks. So nice, you know, dude. I had an Indian and uh, uh, that CB350 motor, plus me and my girlfriend, a miniature Dachshund, all in an, an Integra. <laughs> dude, you got like a whole like starter kit of hobbies right there in that whole weekend. That's great. I love it. So yeah, it was it was pretty funny. And then the next weekend, I think we went down and snagged the Motivacane. And again, I got the Indian running, but the Motivacane was just it was pristine. It's great. Uh, it, yeah, it's one of the few bikes I've ever had that had a title since Nebraska doesn't really care about that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I still have that bike. It's still a, like it was the easiest bike to get. You don't have to plate here in Michigan. But okay. it's easier if you have a title. It's just, mm -hmm. it's also not that hard regardless as long as you got a bill of sell. So you don't even like, I don't know. I was, ha I brought this up the other week. Like I was at Thursday and I think Mitch or somebody was like talking, oh, I had a statement of facts and bill of sale. I'm like, dude, it's the DMV. It's a hundred dollar moped. They don't give a shit where you got it. Say your dead relative gave it to you and you're good. <laughs> and he's like, his jaw kind of dropped and you know, Tambo is like, Tambo's just shaking his head. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The D the DMV in Nebraska and Iowa seems so much more uptight than what it's seen like so far in Michigan. Cause even the, the lady was telling me about like, when I was looking for vintage plates for a couple of cars that I have and asking about what you can do with them, they're like, well, uh, it can only be certain like for parades and festivals and, and then the entire month of August and car club events. And she's like, and she kept on emphasizing and any car club events. Cause it's like 30 bucks for 10 years for an antique place. I think <laughs> Minnesota, you can get those for in a stupid cheap like that. You gotta be under like 5,000 miles a year or something. It's something yeah. like, but like, there's no inspections in Minnesota. So like who the hell is checking this stuff? It's kind of funny. Yeah. No, it's been interesting learning that. Sorry. That's down the road a little bit. <laughs> Dude, I'm all about side tandems. Don't worry. Uh, about yeah. So those, those are the two bikes. Uh, like I said, I still have the 50 V. I love that bike. It's uh, yeah. It has, it has a Del Ordo now because mm -hmm. that thing learning Learning mopeds, I think with a French bike is the best thing that could have happened to me okay. because all the obnoxious stuff that can go wrong with a variated bike makes all the other bikes easier once you've learned how to deal with those. So like mm -hmm. having a swinging motor, things vibrate a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So you're a little more meticulous about maintenance, I think. Mm -hmm. And so like the first ride, the airbox cover on the Gertner came off. And so that's what prompted me to see what other carburetors were, put the Delorto Del on it. And then another time, like I used to ride that thing to the skate shop that I worked with that was about a 12 to 13 mile ride every day. 
mm -hmm. uh, like One Direction, and yep. on the way home one, one night, the fucking little cashew exhaust blunderbuss fucking yeah. fell off. <laughs> it was the loudest, most obnoxious thing, and I like you have to go through these rich, like fastest ways through these rich neighborhoods, and I'm sure they loved it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I may have been through some of those rich neighborhoods at rally the corn one year because i was lost trying to get to jordan and val's house there's a lot of brick oh yeah you went through happy hollow area which is one of the like that would be one and then you have this other area that's regency which we did take people through on one of the one of the like rally of the corn rides so right on yeah, yeah. So. um so you got that bike you're starting to learn like and this is what year is this? Like, I'm all about dates and timelines. Like you said, That's, 2000, uh, I think I heard 2010. It, it, uh, it'd be closer to like six or seven, 2006 okay. or seven. Okay. Uh, like, so you obviously it, were somewhere in there in the moped army at this point, I'm guessing, or like, where uh, are you at the time frame of all this? When I was looking for mopeds, I did not know about moped army is when I was looking, I found moped army after losing the air box for the motobacane and that's where i found that uh, as far as that as a resource and started down that rabbit hole of things and oh, yeah. then it wasn't long after that, that i ended up with a maxi that was like my first like build but it was just a stock motor but done like stripped down because like i said my dad does auto body so mm -hmm. like i know how to paint and uh, a lot like prep all that stuff so yeah um, um yeah. What what was like your first okay, I think you already answered that. You got that the Lordo uh carb on there. Where did where'd you get that out of? Was that like treats or seventy seven or some obscure it would like that as far as I ordered stuff from both treats and seventy seven at about the same time for different reasons and I can't remember why, but I remember having I uh, like as much as the nineteen seventy seven stuff is tired territory i think at this point i had at least a good initial experience with them and then i had a couple other experiences where it took forever but i've always got my stuff from them mm -hmm. but it was at, at the same time when i started ordering from treats everything was so much more efficient yeah. i just gravitated towards treats and then it wasn't until like a lot of seeing a lot of stuff on moped army about it that i realized okay so it's just the thing that mo 1977 kind of became yeah. notorious for so and I mean, and I and I don't mean to beat a dead horse at all, and I don't need to at all. It's like, yeah. it's a bummer stuff didn't work out for them. Like that's yeah, that's, exactly that's what I'd say because it's like, eh, who cares? Like and, it's it's good. It would be good to have again with Dose having another source that has access to different things. Like mm -hmm. in terms of markets, it's a good thing. Like there yep. isn't a problem with that. But if if <laughs> if you aren't doing engaging in best business practices for lack of a better word regardless of what the reason is you're going to eventually not succeed in business if you're not practicing good business habits so exactly and uh, i can say this 100 percent dose has been very awesome to me and treatland has been very awesome and like the stuff i've gotten from denny cycles like it's been very good <laughs> or, you know i've i think moped division like i've i've tried i I fall into a rut and I'm sure you maybe do too. Like where you just order from treats cause it's easy or like I try to spread my wealth the little bit I have around to the best of my ability. Yeah. Like it's weird. Like I like with, with dose, like 
I'm trying to think it'd been year obviously they come in like handy like there's the really like I remember handy bikes like okay. I remember being able to order from them uh and there's like one other one too that was like still around and you could still order from it but moped it, warehouse maybe like I can't even remember but I remember handy bikes for sure mm -hmm. uh and for some reason there was something advantageous about their website as far as information but in terms of ordering I think something like treats was just so much more streamlined mm -hmm. that it it was effective so i felt bad it's like i think i used handy bikes for access to information that <laughs> would go order for free. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. so yeah it was man i'm trying to like i can kind of see their ui but i can't get it in my head exactly man. but but yeah it's it's it would with dose like obviously some of the weird french stuff i got like i've gotten a couple bikes from them because i've been collecting Peugeots at this point for the past few years. So, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it's, it is, uh, they're, they're, they're definitely the go-to for that kind of stuff as far as, especially like, obviously they have their storefront stuff, but they also have kind of a one-off like replacement yeah. part type stuff. So. Mm -hmm. so. so back in your story a little bit and we're, we're going to bounce all over and that's rad. Um, so you got, you got that bike running, you Talk about some of the hiccups at the beginning. Like, was it like, talk about finding your scene in Omaha though. Like, was it just you or was there anybody around having bikes or like, how did that, how did that kind of happen there? So as far as Omaha and like, obviously we're like, there's probably about three people initially that I could think of that you'd want to talk to. And then there's, okay. So like, there's this whole other thing too. Damn. Uh, as far as me and what I'm aware of when I'm getting into it, I knew there's at least one other person in the mopeds because there is, and this is what kind of probably got me interested in Peugeot's is when I was finishing my bachelor's or somewhere along the line of my bachelor's on campus, someone had a, the, the really pretty green that I have the standard green one Oh three. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was locked up to a bike rack, like outside the main kind of commons on the campus. And I loved the color. I loved how the bike looked. It reminded me of like a more modern motivacane. Mm -hmm. And as far as that, and I, I loved it, but could never track down kind of, it was there frequently, but never had the opportunity to like track it down. And so at minimum, I knew that person existed. It turns out it's actually Nellie Suter's brother's bike. And I find <laughs> that out later. And Nellie had been into mopeds because I also find out about Nellie because uh, some of the first parts I bought for my first poop build was from Kevin Mueller. Uh, okay. Big, big love to him and all the friends down in KC since yeah, yeah. he was recently lost. Uh, the, like, I, Kevin had asked me one of the first times I ever meet, met Kevin when I got parts from him. Uh, I think I got wheels and a seat. And then at some point I got a Pinto frame from him. But he's like, do you know Nelly? I was like, I wasn't familiar with him at the time, but uh i knew he was around mm -hmm. and as far as that and then like i was probably into mopeds three or four years just on my own not knowing anybody mm -hmm. but i'm sure nelly was around because i know it was early on that i saw that 103 and then the first kind of interaction that i have with someone else that's really getting into it these two things would have been within of a year each other so there's some dudes that were clearly into mopeds that were getting out. They had two built pooks and I was trying mm -hmm. to get my friend that I skateboarded with into mopeds. He had moved up to rapid city though. Oh, okay. 
And, but he was still interested and his wife gets like, when she gets an idea, she goes after it. And so she saw these bikes and like, what are they like? Are they a fair deal? I was like, well, they look built at this point. I hadn't fully built a bike, like as far as motor wise. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like, we're going to go check them out for you. And we did. And I was like, they're rad, but they are not because <laughs> one was the, like the, like, this is a storied bike. That's part of this. One was Princess Honeybush, if you know that name. Mm. If you'll, you'll like anyone from Omaha knows this name, Joy. If you know Jordan, it's Jordan's like zombie Polini Simonini bike. Oh, okay, okay, so okay. Yeah, you yeah. have that bike, and then we have Donatello, which was a Metro 65 of the circuit, and it was a green, the limey green with purple snowflakes. Mm -hmm. And I picked these up for my friends got the right them that gave me the itch to build like get it bikes yeah i give them to my friends i end up back with them like they're in rapid state for like a year i end up with them and having to rebuild them mm -hmm. uh because they didn't take care of them and i don't think they ran it with with any doesn't that mess your world up though like you're riding stock bikes around a little bit and then you get it on a kid bike you're like at least for me like i got on, <laughs> i got on shane johnson's black hobbit and like it's a it's a standard Hobbit build. Yeah, it's a I, DR I, promo. I, I think you got on the one that he took to just a tip. That that's the one yep. he built for just a tip. Yeah, yep, like because yep. I that was the time I did just a tip was that one. So yeah, it's a fun bike. It's a fun bike, but like that destroyed my world. And I <laughs> I tell I remind people every once in a while you can blame Shane Johnson for me. That well well that's the thing. It's interesting because half the time anymore it's like i got fast bikes i got middling bikes i got stock bikes and i mean i did castle rollers like rallies a couple times ironically on my green stock peugeot still with the 12 gertner nice. and that thing with just a little as just it's de-restricted de exhaust and uh and uh, the the stoppers on the variator weights mm -hmm. carved down so they don't stop it gives you just a little more variation Okay. And, uh, anyway, like it's funny cause you can keep, but like, if you go to the front of the pack and you ride smart, you can stay even with probably the middle pack of kit kitted bikes on a mm -hmm. stock bike. Jordan ended up riding that bike half of one of Castle Rollers rally and was keeping up on it too. Cause yeah, that, that bike's been rode a lot at a lot of rallies by a lot of different people. And I keep coming back to it. Uh, Dude, there's something, there's something about like, and I, I got that Mondial going. I rode that, that does a blistering, like, 28, 29 miles an hour. And, like, there's something fun, stupidly fun about a stock 103. Like, yeah. it, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, de-restrict the exhaust. Just I, take that plate if you have it out already. I already I got a 103 uh, people's pipe from Sam out in Boston right. area. And then, All like, right. I did the three. I actually rode over to Lee Pinkerton's house, and he pulled the three balls out, but it was great. But like, there's still, I still need to work the bike a little bit. I haven't rode it since that day, but I rode about two hours around St. Paul, just yeah. shit eating grin, dude. The, so do, are you feeling the lag? Like, so you got the balls out mm -hmm. and you go and it rips for a second. And then it kind of pulls one more yep. time where, so here's, here's the easy fix, especially on a more stockish bike like that, that a lot of people don't seem to pay attention to it, it, not all of the shoes have this, but most of them that I've seen have. If you look at the starter shoes, they have the little light springs. Mm -hmm. There's two posts 
and for those to attach to. Put it on the closer one because it's probably on the farther one. Okay. The farther one makes it so you can wind it up to pedal it easier to get up to speed when you let out the decomp and it'll start it easier. Mm -hmm. The other one lets the shoes fling out almost instantaneously. It'll be a kind of annoying when you're pushing it, but it'll fling instantaneously. So pretty much once you start rolling, it's already engaged so you don't get that dropout. Okay. Try it. I probably like no, it's no, no, a I'll very it's a very simple thing to do that in a lot of cases, a lot of people go for the pull starts to alleviate that and get rid of the starter shoes where I would bet in many cases, you could just do this and be okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like, I don't want to do anything to that fancy, like super yeah. fancy. Cause like yeah. it's a rare, a, it's a rare bike. Like I already ripped off the, um, I took the car, the, what carbs comes on those, um, the 103s. It, it, if it, because I, I think the Batavis is still used the same and it's the Gertner 12, but yeah, it's, I a ripped, different, it's a different style Gertner and it's a I better took that off. than the Moto McCain. I took that off and just put a 17, I had a 17.5 Polini laying around for the clamp style. I'm like, send it. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm telling, like, that little, the little Gertner on the Peugeots are not that bad and they're, they're far different than the Gertner. There's some similarities, but they mm -hmm. are pretty different than the Gertners on the Motobacanes that like, I mean, I'd say at least seven of my bikes still have the stock Gertner on it and still Dude, good for you. Really good. <laughs> like, no, seriously, that's rad. Like, cause I listen to a few people like, Oh, the Gertners are junk. I'm like, Oh, whatever. I don't like I, I didn't like, and I still don't like the Moto McCain 50 V Gertner. And mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just the orientation, but I get why it's done that way because of the frame. Uh, but like on that, that green one, it's still a stock one. And I'll like, we just rode it down to the beach recently. So Dude, that's uh, awesome. So. No, no, that's like, I say that's awesome a lot. Cause like I am re falling in love with like slow stock bikes. Cause like, <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got a ripper hobbit, dude. Like I can throw up some big numbers. It doesn't matter. Like it sucks to ride in a pack though, with a fast bike, you know, like, anyway, yeah. but like, you know, get that nice 30 to 35 mile an hour moped. It's just so, coming back to what got us here. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we were talking about getting those kitted bikes right out the gate and then sending them to a friend and the, pretty much that Donatello bike, the Metrikit 65 with the circuit pipe became my benchmark of like the ideal town bike mm -hmm. as far as a 40 to 45 mile per hour bike that gets there in a hurry is really the most fun bike because it's super mild to do. So it can be really dependable and you're wanting for nothing for riding and you don't feel like you're babying anything at any time and you can just mash it on people all the time and not tear up parts mm -hmm. and i like that's like i know like like the aerosol 65 plus a lot there's a lot of different pipes you can do like whether it's a side bleed or a kind of a mid-range pipe mm -hmm. like it's just this on an e50 such a bulletproof build that it's just fun like <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> if, uh... if, if i'm gonna build a maxi right now it's just why i'm gonna build and not read about it because i have more fun if i'm going to do crazy stuff i'd rather do it variated as far yeah. as that so uh, like and I've, I've got a maxi that i'm talking about building this summer and the way things are shaping up in my life that probably won't happen again but like i'm just 
I I'm I'm figuring out what I want to do with an E50 because I've never played with single speeds and like that's something yeah. I really I'm just I'm not over rated but like I just want a different challenge if you will. Hey, yeah, it's learning different bikes. It's as simple yeah. as that. Like it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, um, but you got those bikes from your friends. They went up to Rapid City for a year or so, and then you got them back. Yeah. So somewhere in here, so yeah, I'm, I'm aware of Nelly existing in Omaha, but I don't, I haven't met him yet. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in there, around those bikes, because I, I know I go for a ride with him on one of those bikes at one point in time, but I can't remember if it was once they were returned. I think it was once I got them back. But anyway, uh, I end up. Cause I have, I was thinking about kidding. Cause that, that my, my 50 V my first bike bike hasn't been touched other than those couple of things, but I almost put a water cooled AV 10 on it, a stock water cooled AV 10. Cause Ed actually had a couple and we're selling them on moped army for dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. And like, it was a good price uh, as far as that. And, uh, I didn't, I don't know if I realized he was in Omaha when I checked it out. But it turned out he was in Omaha, and I was like, no shit. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's easy. So talk to him. And, uh, yeah, end up meet, going over to, like, give him some money uh, for it. And it turns out he's a dude that skated the same skate park with a couple other people I knew back in high school. Like, I still skated uh, and still skate. I don't think he was quite skating. Me and him skated here and there after that. Uh, but... Like, I was like, no shit. It was just like weird, small world. Like, hey, we're ships, kind of ships crossing in the night. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, but ultimately, what happened there is so this is like spring of 2012 or 13. I can't remember what year that is, mm-hmm. but it's one of those two. And I end up finding out that I did get the job I was looking to spend a year in France for. And so I end up having to talk to him and be like, hey, keep the money I gave you. Mm hmm keep the motor i've got to save money to be like because i owned a house in omaha but okay. i was going to be in france uh and yeah. like like i needed to make sure i had stuff so i sold a lot of bikes at that point like like i pretty much purged everything but like two or three bikes that i had and i had a lot of random poop stuff mm-hmm. uh nothing nothing too special the way it sounds like but you just wanted to liquidate yeah. and just you know, well, yeah well, what it what what the one thing that I did purge was I did get that Polini Simonini bike back, and I had to go through it. I re- rebuilt it, mm-hmm. and uh, I sold it to a friend through skateboarding, and then he ended up while I was in France selling it to Jordan. Awesome! No, and... that's fucking yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jordan's Jordan's first bike, to my knowledge, and I'm pretty sure this is accurate, was a Polini Simonini bike. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me with jordan like how does how does he come out of the gates that hard (laughs) that bike i've seen like jordan's probably one of my favorite human beings of mopeds yes Uh, and because he's entirely resilient he has the most luck i've ever seen i think and and just determined all at the same time like because i've seen that poor kid eat shit so much in my life mm-hmm. that i yeah. can't believe it like i've been there front and center multiple times of him <laughs> going over his handlebars like oh Lord. And like <laughs> i've seen some video of jordan crashing like everybody gives me a hard time like i crash like 
you put enough miles on any bike, you're going to fall down. But like, I've seen Jordan's stuff like on video. Have you seen the second rally of the corn video? Was he where I may have, like, I just saw one where like, you see Jordan riding with his orange, with an orange helmet or something like that. No, it's a down. It's like, yeah, he, he's blasting by people. Yeah. And then yep. he just go, he and he went over the handlebars on that. And oh. that's, that's the bike. That's the Pliny. I don't think he had done much at that time, except for cosmetics. He might've like fiddled with stuff at that point. I know he'd put a disc front disc on it at that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, yeah, that was terrible. I didn't, I've only seen the video cause I always ended up leading the rides for rally yep. of the corn. And so there was that. And then there was another time, like he threw his own little mini rally and we went out and supported it and he was, watching and he's on his fully rigid free spirit <laughs> Dude. and he got caught i think we think we got caught in a groove in a road and then he went over the handlebars again and i was right behind him on that one <sighs> but he's always like he gets up and he like both those times i mean he finishes and he's like I, I want nothing but the best in the world for that dude. Like, yes. And, and I was such a good guy. Like <laughs> such a I mean especially like Bakers this year like he always had a just a positive spirit the whole time like you know just kind of the jordan okay yeah like just <laughs> everybody else is fucking going nuts and jordan's like okay you know that oh, gravel I, road sucked yeah i because we we we've known him for so long and he's always just pushing it to the limits to mm -hmm. the limits and he's always having fun you you you've never seen him be down about a choice he's made and that's nope. why he's awesome nope and uh and we've seen it and i was like telling him i was like man consider dialing it back just a little for the bakers just a little and then he fucking sends it i messaged him after the first night after seeing it. i was like dude you fucking do you man like yeah. e I i'm eating my words right now i don't care I, like even if just you doing that one day at that speed like yes. no shit like <laughs> it was all worth it it was all worth it right there because like i was talking and i'm not gonna throw people under the bus but like i had more than one person who i not from from around the country like say he's doing on e50 gila three days three days i think and know what it wasn't even that's fault it was like the oil plug that came out yeah. on that gravel road like dude i give him he's nah, got yeah yeah so much respect for me like doing it the way he did it dude it he'll, was so he'll, he'll, awesome. he'll figure out those little things he'll get it i mm -hmm. i only have any doubts in it so no he'll keep plugging away and if yeah. not he'll be if for some reason he doesn't, he'll 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 learn a ton of shit and have a fucking blast along and the you, way. We'll get into your experience, <laughs> but like you learn, that's like moped boot camp, like doing pinball or <laughs> bakers, isn't it? Like it's you yeah. think you know stuff, and then you go through a whole new learning curve. Like for me, it was different on that, uh, just because. Yeah, well, let's, like rewind, let's rewind. Let's rewind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, we'll come to that. No, we'll no. no. That. Like, I fair. want to hear like your idea and thought. Like, when you first got in the <sighs> idea of doing pinball, but let's. Uh, you're kind of you're fighting the scene. I don't even know where we're at, dude. We're just kind of talking mopeds. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, we were talking uh, like so meeting Ed, then going to France, and yep. so this is this is about the point where a scene starts to develop in Omaha because you have Ed who's doing things out of his home garage. And right before I leave for France in the fall of that year that I told him like, I, cause I was trying to buy that motor in spring, like, Hey, we end up riding quite a bit over that summer. 
We meet Tyler Razonki. He starts coming around. I think he was still, I think he was just out of high school or just like, I can't remember where at, but he's, he's a young dude and learning a lot, messing with E50s with Ed overall. Uh, and I meet him just briefly before I go to France. And then yeah. somewhere like around Christmas while I was in France, I was looking at the moped army boards and stuff like that. And uh, he, uh, he, Tyler Razonki like posts like, hey, if Omaha threw a rally, would anyone do it? And so he really took the initiative there of starting that ball rolling. And I, I messaged him. I can't remember if it was through Moped Army or if we were friends on Facebook or something like that at that point. I think it was just through Moped Army. But uh, I was like, dude, like having done other events through skateboarding and stuff like that, I was just like, like, don't worry if people are going to come. We're like, just plan on doing it. I yep. will help you as soon as I'm back. We'll make it happen. And Feel so the he dreams, starts, dude. Feel yeah. the dreams. If you build it, they will come. And we're going to have fun anyway, like exactly. as far as that. And so he started do doing like all this legwork uh over that like spring he ended up meeting he somewhere along the line i think we briefly met nelly i might not have met him over that summer before i went to france but i might have now i can't remember but he ends up spending a lot of time with nelly because they kind of had their own little crew called the kit cats mm -hmm. uh i heard stuff about the kit cats at one point and i like yeah i've never i never I think Jason, I'm hoping Monday will throw them out. And I'm like, I've never heard of these guys. Who are like, yeah, I don't know if it's maybe there's someone else who's rocking that name now. Cause yeah. like, yeah, like this has been some years ago. And, but it was mainly kind of Nelly and his core group of friends, like his, 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 his ex wife and her family and a couple other random and Nelly's brother. Cause that's, I do end up finding out about like that's the Green Peugeot. Uh, but at, Tyler's hanging out with them, trying to get them involved and, starting that rally ed's helping with it i believe uh mm -hmm. and stuff like that and then i i get there and I, i'm in town and then just help kind of help him run things that first year with what was already there uh tyler that first year did a lot of the work without a doubt and then uh then the following years is like really putting in the work and growing it from there but mm -hmm. yeah and just with that first year we end up we meet the green bastards. Like that was their first, I think it was their first rally was rally of the corn. Awesome. Kevin, Kevin Mueller comes up. I remember like some people being like having known orange Robin on moped army being like, Ugh. I was like, dude, I've met him. He might be crusty online. He's kind of his own unique crust in person. Yeah, yeah. He's a good fun loving dude. And I, and I'll say this about Kevin. Like I had a really positive experiences with Kevin. Like, um, I, I went over to his house one Thanksgiving, like I was down in <laughs> like me and Marie went over there. We had barbecue and like, I I was hearing about how rare, uh, foxes were. Kevin had like two or three in his backyard. I know. I, I ended up with one of them. Like yeah. he, he, got, he got me my Fox. Like, yeah. So like, yeah, like I said, I, like I've had a long standing relationship with Kevin for a long time and, it, and it's always been interesting because like, I, like for for the short like there's so many assholes that claim this for lack of a better word it's like i'm straight edge mm -hmm. it's just a short turn that i just i've chosen not to drink and i've really never drank which and i and i'm the rally life this. yeah yeah i'm sober <laughs> i've been sober 21 years and like i don't and i don't do the marijuana maintenance like i don't do shit like yeah. i don't even smoke cigarettes i drink coffee and that's it but if but if you know kevin it's like yep like like the fact that me and him got along says its own thing. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> cause yeah. and it was a partier. Yeah. And, 
like I definitely made it a point to introduce him to Andy because I knew he would get along really well with Andy Colley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there's yeah, another guy who I I absolutely I've had a few experiences with Andy. Such a nice guy, nice yeah. and welcoming, and like, yeah, yeah. He's like, and that's what's funny. It's like me and me and Kevin, like we we never we we talk some shit to each other, but not like angrily mm-hmm. like at all. But like we'll give each other shit. Uh, and then like Andy, like he's the first few years, he helped a lot with the rally and day of pressures of getting stuff done, things would get heated. And I don't Every think time. he's used to someone like me being like, no, I ain't <laughs> letting you talk to me like this, <laughs> but we have a respect. Like it was never a problem, but mm-hmm. we checked each other. Like, yeah, dude. And yeah, like we, I haven't, I feel bad. I haven't talked to Andy in a hot minute. He was, I know he moved into my neighborhood in Omaha because then I started seeing him like driving all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad. I didn't get the chance to talk to him before I even moved. So Andy, if you're listening, I love you, dude. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, like just that what first was it? Rally, what was the first theme of Rally of the Corn? Like I it know was, it was always We did Rally of the Corn as okay. uh, just like the because of children of the corn. Yeah, yeah. We didn't okay. theme it as much that year. It was just something easy and simple. Mm-hmm. It, 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 we, after that year, Tyler and I are big movie nerds, just mm-hmm. like massive movie nerds. And so we Well, dude, you're a-, a Midwest kid in the winter. You're going to be, a, <laughs> unless you're a snowmobile, like me and my friends from high school, we still like, We'd rent movies all the time. Just wa- yeah, yeah. So don't I worked get- at a video store in high school. Dude, so awesome. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that could be its own podcast. All the stupid <laughs> shit we did there. Uh, especially fucking damn. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, like yeah, we just had all these uh, like having we. It was just something Tyler and I connected on because Tyler's like ten years younger than me, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that, easily. But it was something we connected really well on and we it was just we had fun with it it was really simple for an idea each year and then once we started doing raffle bikes it just made it real natural and theming around the movie somehow yeah uh, so yeah because it wasn't we didn't do a, a raffle bike until the third year and then and then every time after that we just went full out every year we just turn whatever funds were in the raffle and building something more and more absurd, mm-hmm. like, like whatever we could do. And the next thing, you know, like homies in the dope heads, which was Andy and Ben Nixon and those dudes. And Jordan was kind of affiliated a little bit with that, like started bu- building bikes to also help us raffle and throw mm-hmm. the rally. So shout out to those dudes. Cause again, that, that raffle, like having a good raffle bike at a rally can go a long way in providing the next better rally the next year. I will say this, that I think um, the Omaha scene was known for some of the best raffle bikes, like hands down. Like I really think, cause like everybody talks about them still to this day, at least around <laughs> here. Like they, I mean, from that Derby you guys did to like the dope head bikes, like it seemed like Minnesota always came away with one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bre- Tyler Brecky has a bone to pick on a few of those because Brecky will drop some cash on a raffle mm-hmm. and he's never won one of ours. But fortunately, everyone's super tight. Like, because we, we did the BMX bike uh, for the Goonies one and he ended up racing that at Moped GP in the little endurance race we did. And okay. he, he almost won against Joe 
I think it's Swatima. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he has Hobbit, yeah, he has that Hobbit golf looking like yeah, totally decked out one. And he's he around your up, area he, in Michigan. I know. I just found like ironically, my girlfriend found some ad for something that was cycle related but not moped mm-hmm. and she's like check this weird thing out and i saw the name i was like holy shit i was like is i was like that's the dude that comes to the to the moped gp with the yeah. with the little makeshift dyno and that and yeah. i was like i was like is this nearby she's like yeah it's in spring lake i was like yeah. oh shit i i need to reach out to him so yeah. uh if you want crazy machinist stuff done he yeah. is your guy to like so i got some hobbit megs a few years ago and one of the br- rear brake plates were cracked I'm like, son of a, and I just reached out to Joe. I'm like, and I had him on the show once. I'm like, Hey Joe, is there any way you could CAD this out and like redo one for me? He's like, are you in a hurry for him? I'm like, well, no. Well, okay. Send it to me. And then I sent it to him. Like it was dirt cheap, dirt cheap. And that was it. That's the file that treats ended up using. I mean, they changed a few things, but for their Hobbit rear brake plates, that's the file they're going to end up using when they, come out with him yeah he's anytime he was at the at the race he was such a nice dude so we so were so nice. to have him every time yeah yeah uh and yeah the, the irony that i just found out that he like this has just been recently that i found that out and i've been just still getting stuff done to the house and getting oh, yeah. my garage set up and all that but uh but yeah i i need to reach out to him because literally he is he, he's he's probably the person that i know that's closest to me in the mopeds and he's probably barely six miles from me <laughs> oh jesus dude yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. dude that's awesome um so yeah i uh, almost when it comes to i didn't re- i didn't move up here for any reason like there's moment reasons that were like back order things but mm-hmm. oh. you're breaking up on me a little bit my guy i think my internet's going by sorry no it's fine i think we're catching up finally Okay, now we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. There we go. Yeah. But you said you moved up there. Why? Like, and we get whatever. We're... Uh, we we wanted a change of pace as far as things went. Uh, the, the market in Omaha was really hot. Uh, and I could I was in a position where I could take the risk and not be homeless if I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Because uh, I had a couple of houses that I owned. And so I decided to throw it on the market and see what happened. And I paid... $25,000 for my original house years mm-hmm. ago and had been doing work and was able to sell it for a big chunk of change. That was all cash. So, nice. and I bought another house that needed work up here and mm-hmm. it's just being close. To, so for, for us, it's like, it's close. I'm, I'm a five minute ride by moped to Lake Michigan and it's all on the West coast here. It's all like right where we're at. There's probably six public beaches. Awesome. where you don't have to have to dip with shit. Yeah. Uh, and they're beautifully sandy beaches. Uh, we have an amusement park, right? Like it's probably about a 10 minute moped ride. The drive-in theater is literally three minutes from my house. And I love drive-ins. Awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. The Super Mario Brothers movie at it. Awesome. Uh, there's good skate parks around me. Uh, we like the winter. We like the trees. Like, so it was just lots of shit we wanted. Yeah, you didn't live in a Minnesota winter because you might change your like, dude. Oh my so, God, this this past winter was terrible, but I, I'm over it. Uh, the, Nebraska has used to have winters that were just as bad, and I missed that. We moved for the snow, and it was kind of a. I mean, you were talking about the weather at the top, like yeah. we 
I, we had an 80, we almost hit 90 here. Jeez. And then we had snow the next day. I'm not yeah. even kidding. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a little more erratic, but like they have like another thing that was really cool here that we saw that was kind of interesting to us. And we did it. They only had got it open one day, but they have this winter sports park. They have ice skating through the woods that is lit up. They have passed through the woods. I could get down on that. Like I, I dude, I'm a Minnesota kid. Like you, <laughs> if you um, don't know how to ice skate and you're from Minnesota, your parents failed you. Just <laughs> like they failed you. Cause like I, it's one of those things, dude. I don't ever remember learning how to ice skate. And my ex-wife and I, we went skating one time. I hadn't been on ice skates in like 10 years at that point. And I was skating backwards again in like five minutes. It's just, nice. it's what you do. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so like you, you get back from France, you're helping with Rally of the Corn. Um, I want to talk about your first time you did pinball though. Was it pinball at the time or was it Baker's? No, I've only, we've only done Baker's the one time. We did a bunch of other stuff around Omaha. Okay. That- outside of the rally that brought up people from rapid city would come down not rapid city from sioux falls like the green bastards would come down a lot kc Mm -hmm. people kevin would come up quite a bit and some other kc people and like there was one year we we did what we called the possum series where we every month we had some sort of Mm racing-esque like thing because like the, the year that I got back from France, right as I got back, Tyler and Ed went to, it was at that time, what did the Tomahawk Cup? Okay. And then the next year was Moped GP. I went the next year. It was too close to me getting back to immediately go to California. Yeah. And But I wanted to go check out. So I went with them those couple of years. And that first year I went, I didn't even bring a bike. I drove all their bikes out there and just kind of helped them tune theirs and rode and dorked around, see if I wanted to get that into it ended up getting heavily into it and uh so but we don't have a lot in Omaha there weren't any tracks but we wanted some stuff where we could have the excuse to kind of race and just have fun so -hmm. we came up with a bunch of different like fun races and kind of races like we did a photo scavenger hunt that was usually a big popular one we did kind of a hide and seek race where you had to ride doubles back to base (laughs) with somebody uh that one was always a blast but always produced the most frustration with like there was always at least one or two groups that just got pissed off we had a mercy rule where we'd send out the location because to make it fair and even we mm-hmm. would put an envelope everyone would hide in the same spot and you mm-hmm. had to search kind of a grid of downtown that was pretty big to try yeah. and find it and then ride dubs back to like base uh and yeah ever that that one <laughs> every year someone got so angry at that oh, and even with the mercy rule i think we only had to use the mercy rule once though we <laughs> set it out like four hours oh geez uh, it's like and people come on it's mopeds let's not yeah. take the shit too serious come on like, no one no one got hurt but there's this i like it was always funny as far as that one uh so then we did we'd have we had like a relay slash pedal it was a relay pedal and race race where you like you had to do a certain section pedal had hand off the next person would race like kind of a, a road track that was real streets through mm-hmm. hills it's uh components of it always kind of popped up in various rally of the corn rides it was through hummel park which is super hilly uh and uh so you would do that and then you'd hand off there's four people on a team so two people would pedal two people would race and we usually had at least three to six teams do it nice uh, dude 
Yeah. And as far as that particular race, we'd have like a track and field day where we had just a bunch of silly fucking things that we did. <laughs> like we did, we did dog fights with Nerf guns. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, we would do the, ha- we called it the happy go pukey race where you, you happy go pukey pedal race. You'd spin like you would on a like baseball bat mm-hmm. 10 times and then have to get on pedal your bike around a circle Oh, Lordy. And, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then there's drag races. Like, yeah, we had like five events we do every year. Uh, we did that two years in a row. And then it, it became we do about two of, the, two of the events. There was just better, like, attendance. So we only did like two of them after mm-hmm. that. But we always did that to fill in. So as far as the point here is we always just did a lot of racing, like mm-hmm. fun racing uh and like we go up to casserolers when they were doing their their races at that little track and yep. you were talking about not riding dubs me tyler and tyler brecky raced triples oh jesus christ no <laughs> i'm good well, i can't remember so brecky was i can't remember so first we raced dubs it was me and brecky i had tyler Rizonki on the back and i think brecky had Shane Johnson on the back, but they were both Gila Derbies. Mm. And we were racing that track doubles first. And we had like, I, like, I, it was like, we were flattening tires out. Uh, It was a blast. And then I think it was me, Tyler and Tyler that raced triples against someone else. And I can't remember who did the triples with us. Oh Lord. Like that just sounds (laughs) terrible. Like my anxiety is like, ah, like, yeah. Me me and Tyler Razonki have both, We've jumped off things, doubles on his Maggie X. Like, <laughs> we had a little ramp and he was on the back, like just sitting on, holding on the seat. Yeah. And I'm standing on the pedals. This was at uh, the Green Bastards rally. So yeah, we just always did stupid shit racing wise and stuff like that and tried to bring that. We always tried to make it so we could participate like mm-hmm. as far as that. We, yeah. Just so, make it fun, dude. Like make it fun and silly. Like it doesn't all have to be super dead serious about it's yeah. just mopeds we i have an idea for a different race that uh i've been throwing around because uh how like, far are you from detroit that's mine uh I, like it's three hours at best. okay so you're up there a bit okay yeah so i'm i'm on the west coast i am on the opposite side of the state and i'm a little i'm about a half hour north of grand rapids okay like, okay uh not no that's wrong i'm a half hour like I'm, I keep getting that wrong. I am about a half hour west of Grand Rapids and only about ten minutes north of it. Okay. So how far it, like, are you from? Kind of goes like this. How far are you from Chad Shop or like Ch- Kalamazoo? Chad, I'll, I'll just barely over an hour. Okay, right on, yeah. right on. Like, yeah, I, I know get, I've seen him a couple of times. I get down there and try to say what's up. Yeah, yeah. I was just there last weekend. Yeah, as nice. I, I had to, well, I had a thing I went and did in Toledo, and then I had to grab some parts from Shane from the decons, and then I stopped and saw Chad, and that's when he talked me into doing that stuff on Baker's butt. Um, I was gonna say like the only fun stuff like I know that goes on like that right now is just um, it's the zeros. They and... do the thing to Detroit and back yeah. to Jer- yeah. No, I, I'm down, I'm really wanting to check that out. They when do they usually do that? I don't no like i feel like they did it memorial like memorial weekend last year and i think it, you'd probably have to talk to like alex or andy yeah. to kind yeah, of get I'll a feel about andy. that i have to um, hit up andy about a pipe so yeah yeah and like <laughs> the like kmr 
and Toledo's they didn't do it last year because Andy said they didn't get off their butts and organize it, but like KMR and Zeros do like a meet in the middle, and they've got this really rad park in Michigan that I will do everything I have to to go to that again because like the park is awesome, the ride is awesome, just except for the roads, but you know whatever. Yeah, we'll we'll come to that, but we'll save that for stuff for the later stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, as far as the one like real fat, like the race I'm thinking about is kind of a version of, kind of a version of a slow race, but not really, because uh, you can do a slow race anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Like me and Shane Johnson usually end up battling on that at when we do it at GP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we I think we're one and one or two and one, and I can't remember whose favorites in. In all mm-hmm. honesty, because it's been a minute. Because uh, we always tried to do the fun races at the track, and then we had some, like, if you if, like, we've been trying. Like, I'm gonna do this. Uh, Shane has taken over the last two years for me, uh, and Razanki is usually helping me with GP Midwest. Uh, but Shane has gracefully taken over as well as Hart Tom Armet. So thank you to those dudes. Uh, just because a with moving and just some other stuff. Because Tyler Tyler Razanki and I started doing the GP Dirt stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so anyway, uh, I just want to say like, if you're in the Midwest and you can drive anywhere and you've been thinking about racing, go check out GP Midwest. Uh, the track is amazing. The people who run that track are amazing. Super nice people. It. I've known them for like 30 years. Like I yeah. knew them through go-kart and, racing. Yeah. We, we stopped, I stopped entirely randomly on the way back from the Chicago national rally. How many years ago now? Uh, and cause we were trying to find a track to do something at, and that was the best looking one. And they have to have lights and they were awesome from the get up. And mm-hmm. we went and checked it out and it turned out great. And we'd have six, we've been going there six or seven years at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they always take care of us and they just need people get worked up about rules and overthinking that stuff. Just bring a bike to those events. You will find the spice. You will have fun one way or another, even if you're just riding and hanging out because they let you camp at the track. Yep. The owners, if something breaks on your bike, they're usually there. They have welders. They will <laughs> take care of you and yeah. have taken care of even, uh, we call him Dollar Dan from Rapid City, Danny Jolly uh, Vet. And yeah, uh, yeah. he showed up with some whack-ass bikes and they've helped him <laughs> multiple <laughs> times. Uh, and like, Anyway, like, I just want to, like, sorry for the plug there. but No, I'm, dude, I'm it's your forum. Like, and I think it's a great thing. Like, um, I can never do Moped GP, and there's two reasons. A, I would be overly fucking competitive when it came to that, and it'd be, like, I could just, I looked at that track, and I'm like, I'd feel like I was kart racing again, and, like, I would <laughs> bring all the fun out of it. So like I I know I can't go there and like oh you you'd be a cart daddy huh I would I would crap I guarantee I'd lay it down like I would be, the, I'd drive over my head over the bike and over my head the the only negative experience I have had at that track is the day we're packing up seeing a cart father show up and just reaming his kid that's the worst and and i i wanted like i've never been so frustrated with a human being in my life except for some parents at skate parks that i've seen uh parents parents yeah sports in general like i can say this about my family when i was racing they were always chill and lax but like i i was the one who had to win like 
that yeah. was so yeah whatever yeah um yeah it is what it is that's like no, a, no. and like, oh, the whole point there is well, that's the only thing bad i can say about that track everything else is fucking wonderful yeah <laughs> great people great times it's even though it's iowa i mean we'll forgive them it's basically illinois um <laughs> No, it's it's. I, I encourage everybody to check it out, and I'm really happy that they got the dates early this year. Like I know some people, that was kind of a bummer for them. They're like, we would have, but we didn't know anything about it until the week of or whatever. So I'm yeah. glad they got that on the calendar. I'm glad they got their that, dates early. It was always tricky for Tyler and I because we were like playing major roles with Rally of the Corn. And trying not to have a burnout from that and also trying to thread the needle on other people's racing a -hmm. little bit and so it was always trying to find that middle ground as far as stuff goes and like a couple years the turnout was amazing i know i think the turnout started coming back around and we saw the same thing even with gp west as far as like uh in apple valley like the first couple two or three years it was massive and then like one of the fourth or fifth year it kind of tapered off a little bit and it's understanding something new and but there's always going to be new people getting into it so hopefully like i'm so happy shane's sticking with it and like i said t- take over so i could work on other things as far as even still moped related and then like i know barry and those guys out west like mm-hmm. moved it to sacramento and that track's super fun and there it's at least not in the middle of nowhere desert which can be fun in itself. The Apple Valley track had its fun elements, but being more in a city, I think has some advantages. Uh, but it's tricky, like out there, like getting relationships. We just ended up with this fabulous relationship with the cart, like yeah. track owners. And that, I forget like, their we last can run name it under and it's any conditions. Me. Yeah, like I, I forget their last name because it's killing me. Because like, uh, it's uh, yeah, Tony, 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 Tony. I'm like, I can see his Nielsen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh awesome people. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome people. That's all I'll say about them. Um, so <laughs> sorry, sorry, huge tangent there. No, dude, it's they're they're rad. Uh like I said, I've known them, I've known them and we've known each other for like 30 years. So like we're yeah, anyways. But back to you. The racing story. bug is what yes. all that was. Yeah, well, I don't when you talk about rally of the corn you talk about chicago like what were some of the rallies you got out to like especially uh, early so on like it, it stayed pretty midwest in all honesty like uh i'm trying to think of so like obviously casey sioux falls it's i like i've done green masters in sioux falls and in rapid city for when they do the black hills done the black hills twice that's a f- amazing rally uh super fun times like those roads are terrifying as... driving through at 60 miles an hour on a moped i'll say nah, that they're they cut, fun they cut the they cut the concrete weird i thought i had a flat tire <laughs> uh we've done it in the rain so uh that that being said let's see so then obviously minneapolis uh st louis uh where else i'm trying to think like those Chicago, as we mm-hmm. talked about, those are the main ones. I never got to one in Michigan. At least I don't think so. Uh, well, that you'll will, have, you'll yeah, have Apple water two this summer. 
Yeah, like the Clarks, like I'm stoked that they're throwing one because I met them on Baker's Dozen. Yeah. Uh, and so, and they're, it's not far from here in all honesty. Like I'll definitely end up to some stuff, whatever Chad's up to. Like I'd done his build and gather, but it's like not a rally. I'd done no. that in the past. So technically I've been to that as a moped event. Uh, and then it was, we, we got out to California for the, for the racing and they would always do rides through the desert and stuff. So it's kind of rally-ish yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as that. Uh, and then like riding in Sacramento, they would throw some rides there. It's like not majorly, but they would do that when they were doing the, doing the racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, I, I, and then I did GP East one year because Doug Murray and Brian Schulz, their Boston dudes, Doug was living. Love uh, Doug. Doug, good uh, guy. Yeah. And then Brian was living in near Milwaukee or Oshkosh or something. No, not Oshkosh, uh, but near Milwaukee somewhere. And he'd come out to GP Midwest, brought Doug out. So I went out East to kind of check out theirs. The first, I think it was the first year they really post Victor doing stuff up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so went out there, had a blast up there and met some people. Uh, and so, yeah, that was always the things I was getting out to is that, that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm hoping to get out since Sacramento is hosting the national rally and Brecky's a really good homie of mine. Uh, like hoping to get mm-hmm. out there to that this year, just to go see, see a lot of faces I haven't gotten to see because yeah, yeah. like, I haven't seen Barry in a hot minute, Dave Mazzora, uh, Julie, all those, all those people out there are wonderful. Uh, and just, yeah, hang out, hang out with Brecky. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> you guys can play some video games together. Oh um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Speaking of Brecky and the Tylers want to, you guys covered on a moped Monday podcast. Um, your baker's deal i thought see i thought i thought you had done pinball before that's why I'm no, like, I no. Thought... but brecky brecky did pin, uh i can't remember if it was pinball at that time or not brecky and james culver because james culver is another good homie oh I love uh, james. As, and yeah. uh because i knew him from racing out west he comes to midwest gp mm-hmm. regularly that's the thing if you are if you're trying to race people from different places midwest seems to pull a lot of different people i mm-hmm. hope that's still the case Hit up Shane to double check that. Uh, but we have we regularly have both people from East and West Coast coming to Midwest. There is uh, a good mixing melting pot. I, I showed up one year for a few for a hot minute. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, it was really so, rad experience. So Culver though had done Culver and Brecky had he did they did the one that started in Minneapolis and went down to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. The like. Whatever, whether that was pinball or whether that was Baker's Dozen, I don't remember. It's the same yeah. uh, I'm sh- like different people kind of running it to my understanding. Yep, but, you're but, right about that. It's the same yeah, principle. But, but yeah, same general principle. People having fun. It's good, again, when people can A, pass the torch and, and pick it up and still have success with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I they had experience with it. They I So Brecky, I think, did a derby. James did a stock Tomos. I think James won on the stock Tomos. I think that's uh, what I heard. I, I keep hearing that. Everybody says a stock Tomos won. James was initially going to be kind of part of our team that we did uh, mm-hmm. when we did the Baker's Dozen, but I can't remember. I just life moving stuff like yep. that for him got in the way. Uh, and so, but he was there in spirit for sure. Like we are always chatting with him every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like it, <laughs> Everything got thrown out the window after the infamous story, as far as the the original planned build. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because it sounds like it's a fairly—I don't know if it's famous or infamous. 
it, it sucks <laughs> because on one end it doesn't show the things we're capable of but at the same time it just shows like there's some things no matter how much you prepare for like something can throw a wrench and you just got to be able to adapt and and that's ultimately it and if mobiter should be able to do anything it should be able to adapt uh, <laughs> uh and... how was that how was that for you though like kind of walk me a little bit through like how was riding that long um like because so, I mean, so the bakers itself or yeah, the, the, the bakers the build, the, 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 <laughs> the build, build has a ride up. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll say I hope other people will attempt the hybrid because it was a fucking blast, and we just got a bunk battery or something, and oh, it, it was seriously one of the more, most fun things I've ever ridden. Uh, anyway, as far as, as far as the race goes, because again, we had done we did just the tip. We do these races in our town that sometimes we're four, five-hour-long endeavors where we're yeah. just riding and pushing bikes. So we, we like some of that was pretty familiar for all of us in some way, shape, or form. The day in and day out was less so, but we for Tyler, since we 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 somehow split up the riding perfectly evenly <laughs> like we rode all about the same exact amount of distance and that wasn't necessarily planned the first day i rode the entire day uh just straight through because i was kind of in charge of getting the bike it was tyler's bike that he had a derby sitting around because we we had a few options when it came to doing the baker's dozen when we had to choose bikes we mm -hmm. had i had a v1 polini that i knew was bulletproof but at that time, and it was an option, but the problem was is like Treats wasn't getting V1 Polinis because it was like end of COVID stuff and mm -hmm. supply issues were still kind of there. And it's like, I didn't want to blow that bike up. That was like my, I built two, my first two builds were simultaneous. I built a built E50 Pinto and a, a V1 I put on a Gorelli SXL with that mm -hmm. Polini. And that motor was still that motor. And I rode that at multiple rallies, loaned it out in multiple rallies and I didn't want to blow it up finding out we didn't have that. So I didn't go with that bike. We brought my GL 10, my little Peugeot GL 10 yeah. uh, as the backup. So we'd have something to ride. It was just a, it was a aerosol 70 with a still a, just a de-restricted like stock pipe, <laughs> but it was torquey and it did 45. Yeah. And so we are like, this will be a fun, stupid bike if all else fails. And then Tyler had a Derby, a flat read Derby that had the metric. It had a stock cylinder on it, I think, initially. It had been rebuilt. And we, uh, I think Brecky helped rebuild that at a rally of the corn randomly, but it had been sitting on the shelf for like two or three years because Tyler ended up with other bikes or something mm -hmm. like that. But we had it. It was accessible. We put the Metro on it. I went through just getting it tight, but we were running out of time because it turned out while we were tuning it, reads were bad. Uh, and, and so I was trying to tune around a broken reed and that's always obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, and so figured that out. Then we got, we started getting it dialed, but we didn't have time to like, we dialed that the first day. Like we were running hot the whole first day, slowly getting it in range. Mm -hmm. And it was about the time we hit, we were probably about an hour out from the end point where we finally had it pretty close and we knew it was going to be a decent bike. Mm -hmm. And that's when we finally could break. We were doing 55, 60 after that, but through Atlanta, I could bomb Hills, but then mm -hmm. only do about 35 without overheating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that and was, that, 
that's nuts the first time you're sending a moped like wide open throttle for hours <laughs> like... and, and like we couldn't like the first day we just couldn't and yeah. it was just like uh, but we were like we don't want to blow it up we know what we need to do and we know we, we just made adjustments every time we stopped but mm -hmm. we wouldn't stop and, but the trick was, is we didn't have time to build a better intake. So the carb's sitting super far, even though we put it on a, it was a, it was just a Shaw 1515. Mm -hmm. No, what was it? Like, cause that wasn't the problem. Uh, we didn't like the fuel line wasn't ran ideal and it's still the Sturby tank, which is small to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, but we could get about 35 miles per tank. Okay. That's not bad for that. Yeah, it's not terrible. Like, uh, but, it's, but for bakers, it's absolutely terrible. It's absolutely obnoxious when you had another plan in mind. Yeah. And uh, and so, but we just made every 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 thirty miles we stopped, we adjusted something, we did it, and we got to where we were pretty fast at that after that first day. Uh, and yes, and then the second day was downhill pretty much. It was a, it was a sprint. It was like only 50 miles the second day. Oh, Jesus. we wanted to, yeah, yeah, we wanted to stay the night, like in at the, uh, at the, was it the drag, the, the tail of the dragon. Okay. Uh, and so that was set up that way, but that day we knew we definitely had a bike. We put Brecky on it and it was downhill and he was coming down mountains at 55, 60 riding, uh, uh qcb's chases bumper because mm -hmm. it was like two lane road yep. mountain road and we were kind of still a little hot on the climb because it was like a seven mile climb oh yeah and then it was nothing but downhill and it was just hilarious watching and he finally got around like <laughs> that was the most terrifying and fun riding i've ever seen like is watching brecky just literally feet from the corner of QCB's yeah. chase bumper and mobbing it. But, uh, but yeah. my favorite, and like, I, I gotta tell you my favorite experience on Baker's last year was doing the same thing to, um, team meat, which is the, um, bars, bars and Fred and all those guys. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm drafting them and I come They had I, I said Chad, guys. but a cowboy, sorry. Yeah. Like, cowboy, cowboy and yeah. all that. I think like I was, they had left. I was, we stopped at the same point. They left before me. I chased them down. I got to their van and passed them. And Mars looking in the side view going, you can see a mouth in what the fuck. And I just went like that. <laughs> like, I mean, bombing down Mount hood, dude, that was like you. I mean, there's hundreds of experiences and you know, like in Baker's <laughs> and I, here's my plug for Baker's for everybody this year. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Because you it takes you a year to process everything like at least it did for me like yeah. it's it's such a fun experience yeah we had hoped to do it again. like i mean as far as asking about the experience like again we, because we split up the riding it wasn't bad at all for us but i did we, i did solo dude and it wasn't bad for me like i was yeah. tired but like yeah I was, it like if I, like it can also like it again we got lucky we uh, like i once on one end i would say we got lucky on another end i would say we just did our due diligence mm -hmm. like we literally had nothing we had a we had a clutch seize up but it seized up and i knew what it was by feeling because when i slow down through towns i was like something's kind of dragging and i we had sinners and i just communicated like hey i'm pretty sure it's the clutch when i stop we're stopping and doing this but i'm only stopping when i have to stop 
-hmm. And so we finally catch a light. I pull over. We literally, they pull, they had the tools ready, the parts ready because they had the van. We, we changed it in less than like two minutes, topped it off the gas and went back at it. And it was exactly what we thought it was. And that's literally the only thing we had go wrong. Something was not lined up well in the rebuild of the bottom end because we were definitely shaving. We had metal shavings the last couple of days in the transmission. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And we were just hoping it held out as far as that. And so like the last day we kind of babied it until the last like, I think the last 70 miles and then like Tyler started just fucking going nuts on it because we knew we had enough of a lead that we could literally walk it home. Like, which yeah, is yeah. shitty, but, uh, no dude. Like, and that's not being shitty. That's just being realistic, dude. Don't uh, be ashamed. And like, it, it, like we didn't want to have to rebuild anything, but at a certain point we decided like, if we're going to rebuild it, it'd be funny to like, we had to walk it across the finish line. <laughs> uh, cause we ended up with a, like, there was a lot of fun. Like, like it would have been a lot tighter for everybody like if our bike came, if we didn't have to tune our bike the first day it would have been a different lead it would have been a larger lead i think i think it could have went a thousand different ways but uh but that being said like uh mar uh on the it was kind of like the uh, he they worked at treatland yep and uh they they were in the lead i think the first day and then you had the clark brothers and then you had QCB who had that just a tricky first day and they, they plowed through it. They kept mm -hmm. trucking uh, as far as that. And then they ended up, it was definitely Mar QCB and us that were in a, if it wasn't for that first day for QCB and us, and then the rainy day for Mar and the Dylan bro brothers, mm -hmm. like it would have been very close the whole dang time. But dude, like, that's like that's Baker's like in general. Like I can say like if this wouldn't have happened for this person or if we would have had it was literally only those yeah. two things though. Like yeah. it was one rainy day for two teams and one first day for two others. And Everything I'm, else, everyone was super consistent. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful we did not run into rain on ours. Like we were running away from rain on the last day. But like I could see the <laughs> coming on the east side of Mount Hood, like I was running away from rain, like just be and we caught some mist going down it, but like bomb like I said, bomb those hills at 60, 65, dude. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. That the day it rained was Ty, the Tyler's day. So mm -hmm. uh they they split that day. Brecky started off and didn't get any rain. And then the moment Razanki took over. It literally <laughs> just started raining and pouring. The like that was the one. I think was that the longest day. That might that was like the second longest day. Uh, because the longest day we split into threes between each of us. Uh, and like <laughs> they uh, he just he just got poured on, but he 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 kept with it, and he he ended up running out of gas ahead of us. We ended up helping the, the the Clark brothers ended up with a weird situation where he one of them didn't have their wallet, but we we couldn't we lost Tyler and we got out of range for and we didn't know what route he was for sure gonna take with the rain. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we stopped to see if the Clarks had seen him, our teammate go by. And they're like, he's like, Yeah, he just went by. He's like, Do you have any money for gas? I can't <laughs> find my wallet. And I was like, so we like we just like topped him off or we gave him we 
rang him out. I can't remember what we did. We did whatever was fastest for him. Yeah. Uh, I think we just filled him up with our gas. Uh, but yeah, it was like a good trade knowing we're on the right path for, yeah, yeah. for <laughs> giving him some gas, but then we caught up to him still raining, running out of gas. And then, yeah, but that, that was a wet day and he's, his bike was great. The Derby rear taillight didn't show up for shit. <laughs> and so like, we were worried about him, like just with traffic. Cause you couldn't, you couldn't see shit ahead of you very well at all. Um, did you guys pack rain gear? He had, I think he had rain gear, but I don't know. I don't think he had put it on oh. because it hadn't, it literally started raining immediately. So we mm. were filling up. We let him yeah. go ahead because we were filling up the chase vehicle. And uh, we let him go because we knew we'd catch up. And it turns out we didn't catch up <laughs> until he ran out of gas. Uh, and I, I don't think he had rain gear on the whole time. Yeah. Recky, I think, did at one point, but I think it was it didn't end up raining too bad that yeah. when he had it on. Dude, that's nuts. Like I, I that's, might that's be the corrected thing. on that. Yeah, but that's the thing about it. Like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like I how was your I know you guys did a, the cheat code with the Airbnbs. Did you guys get to shower every day? Cuz Oh yeah. A, we oh, uh, so the, the 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 here the, I, like I'm going to throw them under the bus finally. The Tyler's insisted on it. I will <laughs> sleep anywhere under any conditions. Anyone who knows me knows about that and I like, I don't care. But that being said, I didn't mind their choice of just the going there. There was a joke that the QCB is the softest like club in the, in the, in the East or in the South. Yeah. Uh, and we were joking around challenging them on that since we were the ones staying <laughs> in Airbnbs and all this stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, like that's how they wanted to roll. Yeah. Their jobs kind of demanded it for them to be able to do it a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, I think they would have done it anyway. And yeah. I ain't going to complain. <laughs> my, my chase driver. So I, Colby is, I love Colby to death. Um, he had wanted to get a toy hauler, which is basically like a pull behind trailer with some beds and some tie downs. He had wanted to get one for a very long time. And like, he decided like he was going to be my chase driver. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. He bought a toy hauler. I got to sleep like he got the bunks in the front for him and his dog. I didn't care. I had a pullout every night, dude. I didn't have to sleep on the ground. I was inside every night. So like I was very lucky in that aspect that we didn't have to pitch a tent every night. I felt kind of bad, but not that terribly bad because. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I mean, it's, it'd be a fun way to do it as far as that. Uh, we time. Brecky and I skateboard, and mm -hmm. so we used, like, he met up with us in Omaha, and we drove down to Atlanta to the start, and so we had up skate parks along the way, so nice. we wanted something nimble to get our stuff there, so we rented the minivan, and I, I've, like, Grand Voyagers, rental mm -hmm. Grand Voyagers are such a good, like, go-to rental vehicle for, like, moped life, yeah. because you can fit a couple bikes in them easy, and still have space, and that's what we did, like, and yeah, we're like, it was just, it was, it was efficient because we had access yeah. to tools. There was only two people when we were racing in it. We could fit three people when we're just going somewhere and we still had all the parts and stuff we needed and we had it like set up easy access. So every stop we did, it was just grab the stuff and go. Well, everybody saw probably through the photos with Mar Mars and a lot of the other people, like the whole Boston teams came with like rented 
Uh, oh yeah, no, because I went to the too. starting line. Yeah, 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 I saw yeah, yeah. They, they had the hammocks hanging up and all that. <laughs> the, the, they had the tall boy vans. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was hilarious. And the more, uh, the the longer the route went, the more stuff we rode on uh, Team Meat's van. <laughs> I still remember in Yellowstone, like we had, they had rode at one point on there, meat for sale. Some guy actually came up asking for meat. It's like, dude, no, like someone didn't raise him well as a kid. Like, like you would, I would never want to buy meat out of a van that has like erasable marker saying meat for sale. Yeah, no. I'm sure it wasn't like professional sign painter like no. Print. And at that point, I think we put on the side, it's definitely not raccoon. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we, again, I, when it came to Bakers, I think we got lucky as far as, like, like I said, I get torn between lucky. We just, for a long guys, time. There's some luck and you guys were prepared. I mean, there's. Yeah. There, there was the whole like for a long time Tyler and I think Omaz and I've been a big pusher of this but I, can't, I think I was around Tyler when I said this everyone likes to say mopeds mo problems like they had the t-shirt whatever at mm -hmm. one point in time and I've always been a big and like I think this comes back to what I was saying about having a motive came for my first bike uh, I've just learned it's m m m more mopeds more maintenance mm -hmm. learn the maintenance do the maintenance do a couple basic checks on things and you're going to be fine. Like every time we stopped at Baker's Dozen, we checked about four different things every time. Exhaust stud, exhaust mount, wheel, like axle nuts and chain. And there's like one other intake, like yep. mounting. And we just quick, like hand torque checks. And one person was doing that. The other person was filling the bike. The other person that was riding is probably taking a piss. Yeah. <laughs> and like for myself, I can say I coming back and reflecting like i learned so much about how to tune a moped that i didn't understand before and like listening to people like i i shout him out all the time like fred and mars taught me so much about tuning a hobbit on that just like the little things they said and the little things they did that i paid attention to and none of it was secret like it wasn't no. it was just getting around different, knowledge. it's yeah getting around different people it, it it's it's getting around different people but also learning of like the one bane of moped army and crowdsourced information is is learning what is actually a reliable source first mm -hmm. and then also even if it's a reliable source learning if it's shorthand or actual scientific knowledge is the yep. way to think about it like people have their taboo things. You always do this with a bike because this is the way people always do it. Mm -hmm. And that can be useful for a lot of things and it can get you to stages, but it's not necessarily an actual understanding of the mechanics of the physics of the combustion. Like, and it's not to say I have the greatest knowledge of that by any means, but there's some things that get overlooked that are very simple once you have it. And for some people, learning the shorthand is a good way to feel like a success and build from there. Mm -hmm. Where for me, like, I always needed a deeper understanding before I could just use that. And because when that shorthand fails, because the shorthand will work in 90% of the cases, mm -hmm. I've always had the luck of having the 1%, the 10% of cases that it doesn't apply to. And See, so that's, that's, what, that's what exactly, dude. I, I just, you just kind of struck me right there because like, I annoyed a lot of people 
especially early on around here with mopeds because like they'd say this is why this is how you do it well why and i'd ask that what well why and like nobody could fucking answer me like <laughs> i mean that was the problem like i couldn't get real answers like and, and uh, i have to say there's like some people like it's uh, getting around people some people have the answers and they just don't uh like you just haven't found those people or some people might have the shorthand and don't know how to articulate they might actually have the understanding Mm -hmm. they just don't know how to articulate and that's that's it 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 is what it is it's no fault of their own necessarily uh or it might be they are articulated and it's not clicking for you yet yep yep and i can't (laughs) and i can't say that like people the answers would change for me sometimes like and that's why I always question everything two or three times over. And like, I'll ask like three people the same question to see what answers I get because I want to, I want a consistent, I prime example, I'm mounting a radiator on my um, Hobbit for Bakers this year. I threw one out to Annie Scouten. I threw one out to my friend, uh, Sam out in Boston. And I threw it out to somebody else and they all like, yep, perfect. You got it in the right spot. Like in, I mean, that's what I have to do sometimes. My, my two cents, run the radiator, but run it in such a way that you know, pick a head that can still cool even if it's not flowing. Yep. And dial it to there. Use the radiator as the safety mechanism, not the crutch for getting that extra mile per hour. Because like, we were mobbing the, like, the whole time on it. Again, there is nothing special about our derby build mm-hmm. now it is the me- the aerosol metra knockoff with a 15 shot air-cooled stock brake system stock like it like there's some i don't i i didn't even have a, we didn't even have time to mess with very vari- variator weights like <laughs> it was whatever was in it when we started messing with it i honestly have no idea what was in it uh it variated fine it wasn't ideal but Mm -hmm. uh but yeah because someone did write it and was like holy shit like why does it take off so bad (laughs) because we had people write it uh, at the end uh, in richmond and like uh, mar i think was one of the people who's just like what the fuck (laughs) i got on mars i got on their bike afterwards and that like that's definitely a baker's bike because that thing was rattly and just like (laughs) yeah this thing got rode hard put away wet Uh, but but yeah and so like like running the radiator is a smart move because you can it can be that insurance policy but you can run it in a way that you don't have to you don't have to what what kit like i i'm going i'm going metric kit semi metric kit on a hobbit so it's it's going to perform similarly obviously there's some dynamics that are slightly different because Mm -hmm. of like the natural transfer sizes and stuff like that depending on what you match to and how you open it up but uh uh yeah it's 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 one of those things that it's it's a simple it's abundant kit it's a relatively inexpensive kit yep uh for what it does and yeah overall like aerosols quality control isn't terrible it's not always the greatest but they're over like they're a good middle sometimes upper middle like mm-hmm. build, like they're not the fight like again so many transfers on those i've had to clean up uh because yep. it's a common kit like they do a lot of decent kits for peugeot so mm-hmm. uh but yeah 
And last year I was I had way too much. That's one thing I really learned about Bakers. You don't need to throw a lot of timing at your bike because that that was my big issue. Like I was like, I was at like one nine. Like yeah. I had my timing at one nine, and it's just like way too much. And I learned that coming back here. Like you dial it back some, and you can yeah, you're good to go. I, like I've only had two HPIs. I had mm-hmm. a mini rotor on a Gila Derby that I had that, uh, that I like, it's, it was a good, it was good. I set it and never had to mess with it after it. I don't even remember what that was set to. And then Ty Brecky, since he, he insisted on the HPI, I believe, uh, just cause I think he had a couple sen- setting around. So he sent them to us, mm-hmm. uh, like express mail <laughs> so we could put it on the bike. Yeah. And, uh, and I, he told me whatever to set it to, and we just set it, and I can't even remember what that was. So yeah. they're, they're, as long as they're grounded, to my knowledge, you're going to be just fine. I know a lot of people sometimes have problems, but it's probably just a correct. They, they don't get it grounded. I've never had – I've had one issue with one once, and that was like – and I actually got them to warranty it right away, nice. which was – yeah, because yeah. yeah. like I rode it 30 miles, and the lighting coil went out like that. And I'm just like, yeah. what the heck, guys? But. Yeah, so bat- you mentioned batteries, like as far as at the top too, and yeah. so I'm like because I had the inner rotor, like there was no lighting coil, mm-hmm. uh, and so we like this is Rosanki's very simple, clean idea because they last forever. Again, it's depending on when you're going to be riding, it's give or take, but LED light bulb technology's changed enough, and there's enough ways to imp- mess with it, but. Uh, like on that bike because he was doing it on a similar bike uh we just lithium lithium ion batteries running just it's a separate circuit all together it's mm-hmm. it's just its own it's not hooked up to anything the battery runs the lighting system and we just leave it on and uh, is that a full loss system or whatever they it, yeah dead loss? It, yeah yeah and it's just we would charge the battery separately yep. as far as that goes and I've seen that done. A lot of people use those Milwaukee M12 batteries. Yeah, like I've so, so they can charge them externally right away. I I'm a big fan. I, I'm big fan of good lights right now. Yeah, this is one less thing on your bike that you're fiddling with that can be <laughs> susceptible to certain things. Uh, and uh, again, it, it works a great in scenarios. I like the ease on like stock bikes just running it off what's built in right you don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about charging anything but for something like bakers i don't think it's a terrible idea as long as you can get something that like if you think you're going to get stuck riding at night you want something and throw some projection right like yeah yeah. where older some of the ones we were running they they make you visible but they don't really (laughs) throw much light yeah you're not seeing shit yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but uh but yeah no it's i i like it's it's a decent idea one way or another as far as that Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. You talked a little bit about your move. Um, how long have you been up in Michigan? Like what really, was it just job or was it just something different or like? No, I, 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 work, I teach at a university and I just teach online now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I knew they were going to be down for that. Uh, it was just wanted, wanted to change, had an opportunity and we wanted to be closer to more nature type <laughs> stuff. Then when we came through the town that we, we were looking at a few different places in Michigan. One was in the Thumb, uh, Bay City area. Uh, it was a little more rural, and, but it had some other stuff that we really liked. 
but when we came through this town on one of our trips visiting up here, because we were looking in, we, we, we stopped and said, hey, to Max Schmitz up in Green Bay, because he's a homie that races and they mm-hmm. just, just the tip. And uh, we looked up there because I thought it was pretty up there. Uh, we were think we were thinking about checking some stuff near Duluth, uh, but it was just there was so much inexpensive housing that has a lot of opportunity in Michigan, and especially being on the west coast of Michigan, like mm-hmm. the beaches are so fucking pretty, and yep. then just all the other stuff. Like, there's great riding. Like, eventually, I was gonna try and do it this year. I'm probably not gonna do a rally rally this year, but I'll probably still try and throw a larger ride and put it out to a lot of people up here and just mm-hmm. have people stay because got a three car garage. I got three or three spare bedrooms, a pretty big basement. Nice, uh, dude. And uh, not to mention, there's plenty of spots to camp around if you wanted to go camp. My backyard, you could throw up quite a few tents. <laughs> right uh, on. And it's just like, there's a lot of pretty shit to ride around here, like, and fun stuff. So uh, I'm looking forward to, like, being able to show the town to a lot of friends and just throwing a rally again. Like, I, we haven't thrown, Tyler and I always talked about doing some other stuff we've been doing the gp dirt stuff that's mm-hmm. should be going again this year we haven't had the chance to talk about it uh but uh, a whole lot but it's something we've set up to where we can pretty much throw it whenever and just plan for a weekend and mm-hmm. we can do that uh we there uh harmet had reached out to me i know some dudes in minneapolis were trying to like do something similar and we've offered to help so if they're listening hopefully they know we're still down at least i will be uh mm-hmm. and i'm sure razanki if he can uh as will be down depending uh but yeah it's we we just yeah lots of stuff i want to do up here but it was it was purely by choice yeah like there's no driving force it was advantageous like chad's good made good friends with him on baker's dozen the time we did it and we always talk French bikes. Now mm-hmm. it seems like we talk a lot of Atari. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, it's it's a lot of that. And yeah, was, the move was crazy. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Josh Davidson because he was willing to house 30 bikes while I was in the process of moving. Awesome. Uh, because I have way too, I have way too many Peugeots, so <laughs> Josh uh, secretly took each one out at night and rode around. And I told him he had I I insisted that he ride, and I got money. Says he didn't ride a single one of them because he's just that kind of stand up guy. <laughs> he uh, is. Josh is a I, I less I saw him, I bust his chops a bit, but like Josh, I really enjoy. He's a really sweetheart of a guy. Yeah, he uh, he he came up on one of my trips checking out because. Like my girlfriend had to do something that weekend couldn't come up, but we needed to do another trip up here to look at a couple of places we were thinking about buying. And he came and helped do some investigating. He kindly uh, crawled up some rafters of a church with me because we almost bought a church actually a few blocks from the house we ended up buying okay. uh, to renovate. And we were wanting to check the integrity of the of the roof structure and we had to get into kind of the belfry of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he, he straddled some precarious positions for me. So <laughs> that's hilarious. And <laughs> but, one thing uh, like, but yeah, he all, it, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say one thing that I'll do is bring you closer to the like Midwest East coast moped scene. That's like, Oh yeah, no, I like you, you mentioned up jet and it's like, wow, that's actually super close. I like, I really love, I, I mean, I traveled up to Montreal to get a bike 
once. Mm-hmm. To, nice, dude. Uh, a dude that he's originally from the West Coast, and I'm brain farting his name at the moment. Oh, damn it. I feel so terrible. Oh, man. He had a couple of TSEs for sale. Okay. Uh, TSERs. I was going to say T. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like it's the dual variant swing arm. And he had two complete ones, and one was really clean. And they were, he gave me such a good deal on them. And I bought them right around my birthday in 2019, which is in December. And I was oh, like, wow. hey, I, I was like, I'm either going to come up over Christmas break or over spring break because I was teaching. And Christmas break was looking particularly wintry. So I was like, ah, it's, I'm going to wait for spring mm-hmm. to drive because it was 24 hours from Omaha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And then you can, you, you can guess what happened in 2020 and what yeah. happened to the borders. Yeah. So yeah. He, Everything got shut on, the fuck down. Yeah. He, he sat on those for me and was nothing but patient. I'm so pissed. I'm brain farting his name. Like I know a lot of the dudes from, I believe mosquito flea and puddle cutters know him uh and yeah oh man my apologies i'm bringing dude it's all right it happens to me a lot i had so many emails with him (laughs) it's like i can see it uh (laughs) but yeah he at at the moment they were opening the border like and it was kind of a soft open where you still had to have like proof of Mm -hmm. negative tests within like x amount of hours so i had to like go get a test and then get on the road because it was a drive and there was still a chance they could turn you away yeah and exactly so, uh yeah but i got in did some skateboarding up there and because i've been i i went to school in uh quebec city quebec uh so mm-hmm. like i was familiar with there it was great to get back up there and it, him and his wife were super super hospitable uh, and the fact that he sat on two really rare bikes for me for like almost two years. Yeah. I was going to say like, yeah, yeah they didn't open that till yeah, I, I think I gave, he, I gave him, I think half of what he wanted up front. So he'd sit on him until I got yep. up there. And I mean, I could understand if he wouldn't have done, done that. Like I've traveled so far for a lot of random rare bikes, like Ryan Nash. I, I went down to, uh, New Orleans and got a, TSM from him, mm-hmm. uh, Andy, Andy town, I believe he goes by jump, scoot, ju- jumpsuit, Steve on MA. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he's a Peugeot friend that I met up GP East and he had a TLX that he brought to a building gather for me. And I traded him a rare, like a uh, motor for it. Like he mm-hmm. loves to trade stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping he's maybe gotten the chance to play with that motor a little bit. If not, like, let me know if you need anything, Andy, for that TLX because it's out of shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, so I've, like, my 105 came from Brecky one of the first few times I hung out with him out at West. So yeah, I've I've been very fortunate. And then Dose has hooked up a lot of bikes yeah. when it comes to that. It sounds like you're not, <laughs> and that's one thing maybe we have in common. Like, I'm not afraid to drive for mopeds either. Like, oh, no. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go for moped. Like I did a 24 hour drive. Like neither Lee or I have, I, Lee has his GL 10 still, but Lee Pickerton yeah. and I, we both picked up grand prix. We sold them. Like he has his Mondial <laughs> GL 10. I sold my, I got a, I kind of fell in love with the Mondial as soon as Lee got his. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're goofy. Yeah. They're fun. I, I have a blue one. Yeah. So. And I, I ended up picking up a, a blue one last year in Wisconsin, for like 250 bucks. Yeah, I, I think I'm like, so Brecky was very much into getting all the derbies. 
Uh-huh. And I ended up getting very much into getting all the Peugeots. And I think that's a better move. <laughs> uh, <laughs> depends. Because I think there's there's too many different models of Peugeots. That, that, like when I say I have 30 bikes, they are 30 different. I have two 103s. I'll say that. Okay. But all the others are very different bikes from each Dude, other. That's the only awesome. thing that is similar, which is the Radis. Raddest part about it is that they pretty much all use the same, at least engine. There's uh-huh. a few one-offs that don't use the same. They use the same cylinders, but they don't use the same cases. So, like your Fox, obviously, is very different. Mm-hmm. Your your 105 and Scoper motors are very different, mm-hmm. but they still use similar cylinders. There's some exceptions there because of the way they did some release on the casings that. If you use the wrong cylinder, don't fill some stuff in, you can end up with a giant air leak uh, <laughs> because it flows through the third transfers. Uh, and same with like, I, I I have the really absurd bike that Dose, it, I didn't get it from Dose, but Blake put me in contact with a dude who had, I, uh, I was talking, uh, I was talking with uh, not Alex, Daniel from Mosquito Fleet and because they raced mm-hmm. uh and like he he posted about finally finding kind of his like uh, like wish list bike and i was like super stoked for him because it was a cool bike i think it was a, i think it was a ups magnum it might have okay. been an ltd but i think it was a ups a clean ups magnum and uh and i was like well since you had luck i'm gonna put it out there anybody have a, a, a super avenger out there mm-hmm. and blake put me in contact with a dude in atlanta that had the one uh, it's big old purple looking dirt bike, but it still uses the same cylinders. It's mm-hmm. pretty much a 105 motor, but uh, it it uh, it sits a little bit different. It has a couple little things that are different. Have you gotten out to a Mosquito Fleet rally? No, and I I was trying to make it out the the year they did the Choose Your Own Adventure, uh, but go. What happened That's, that year? I, I can I cannot stress to anybody like. Yeah. The, everybody listening to this in the moped world, two places should be on your bucket list is Portland and Seattle. Like they're yeah. just, especially if you're from the East coast or Midwest, go do it, do it once at least. Yeah. Cause like I've got to, I, I rode in Portland last year and I was so just, I, I was Baker's crazy if you will. Cause like, I'm like, okay, yeah. this is what we do. We ride mopeds now. But like Seattle was such a blast, and those guys, Alex, dude, you and your hospitality is so awesome. And I haven't yeah. said it enough. I'm sorry for you losing your father, dude. Like, if you ever need anything, always, brother. Um, he has this cool uh, Magnum, and I I didn't really ask him much about it, but it's like I think it's on 16 inch wheels because either Alex is so tall. Are like it just short. What, what what color is it? It's gold. It's like a fl- heavy flake gold. Okay, I was just making sure it wasn't his race bike. That's kind of a cobraish. I can't remember. It's it's purple and silver. No, this uh, is this is like it was, if you saw any of the videos of him doing a burnout this from this last year on Instagram, that was the one. And like right. I think if you check out Cross Valley Air Cool and look similar reels, I'm being lit on fire in some of that. Jake Kane was too. Um, but yeah, dude, like those guys are super rad. Um, and again, I, I'm glad we bumped into each other at the zero swap meet. Those guys, like you'll get to ride, you'll at least get to go to their rally this year. Like 
Yeah, for Toledo, sure. Like, I, people Andy and are I sleep, have... people are sleeping on Toledo because it's actually a really cool city. <laughs> yeah, Andy and I have talked quite a bit prior, like Peugeot stuff, obviously, mm-hmm. as he's kind of gotten into them. So, like, I need to. And he's found out where I'm at, and I guess they have some like camping area or something like some, a property somewhere near here. So hopefully, hopefully, I'll get to see him a little bit more uh, as far as that. And it's like. I'm about done with all the interior of the house. I obviously got some stuff I'm going to be doing to the outside over the summer, but once the interior is done, I'm going to slow down and hopefully get to get this. Like I have a couple bikes to build as far as things go. I have our, our, our Baker's bike. Like we're, when we get to it, we, we have all the R and D we have the proof of concept. We have it as a functioning riding bike. It's now just tuning and testing points of failure. Cause we're doing something really weird not really weird, but we're doing something unique. Uh, and it's going to be with a Peugeot just because since nice. Derby was felt like cheating uh, for Baker's dozen, we wanted to do something where it's like, we want some, we don't want failures. We wanted it to be as bulletproof, but we're picking the a maligned uh, platform and Are trying you guys to doing get rid Baker's of all the things year? people malign it for. Not this year, just because uh, A, with me moving, B, uh, I mean, I think it's public knowledge, but uh, Tyler's got some important life changes happening since I don't know what, uh, and that's uh, dude, Zonky, that's cool, not Brecky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but but good 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 life changes, but I don't know how public certain things are, so yeah. I'm not getting into a shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but positive things that he's looking forward to, and uh, like it's important things that he's just not going to have the time, and yep. we Tyler. Him and Tyler and I all, Brecky, Razanki and I all talked about what what people's plans were for it, and uh, we just we all we more or less agreed that if we all can't do it together, we're not doing it. Is kind of the thing. Uh-huh. Like I thought about riding along at least with Chad and Patrick, and I just didn't. I still need to call Patrick. I'm sure they've <laughs> already made their plans without me. I hope they did. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, but I was thinking about at least riding along with them, but just with the moving and I'm wanting to get familiar and spend the summer like yeah. in my new home. Like it's seeming. You act like it's a, it's a six month journey, dude. It's two weeks. It's two weeks. But when uh, there's just so much here that I want to do, but oh, I'm working it. on a house and I, I want to work on some mopeds in between time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and here's the thing is if I do it, like I was, I was thinking about it, but Brecky kind of put it in the terms is like, I want to do it with my crew. I want to do it on the bike we built for this intent. We have the bike built. We were in the process of testing it when I up and decided I'm going to sell my house. Yeah. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. I, uh, I like that happened in about May of last year. And I was when I decided I was going to do that. And so mm-hmm. it like it, it threw a monkey wrench. So that's why at least we went to the starting line. Cause we were, we initially were planning on doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I remember seeing you there for Brit. Colby and I didn't get in until late because we got an hour and a half out of the cities and I forgot yeah. my spare rear wheel and my <laughs> spare front wheel. I'm like, dude, we got to turn back. Like, yeah, that's why I have a great chase driver. Um, but no, dude, this has been awesome. Getting to chit chat. We'll probably, you'll probably be one of those people. I'm going to have to pester, get back on talk more moped stories and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, there's, there's a whole slew of rally stuff. There's a whole slew of more Peugeot stuff. Oh yeah. Dude. yeah. Dude, thank you so <laughs> much been- for, I I'm just cutting it short because I'm tired because I've been up since five. Um, oh, you are so worry. fucking rad, dude. I'm so glad we connected at uh, the zero swap meet. 
Um, again, dude, thank you so much for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. Um, and don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Word. Later. Bye.